Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, the Cody Rhodes to WrestleMania takes a revealing twist after an all-time epic promo with the Mr. Paul Heyman. Plus, Roman gets a little insane in the membrane, and Brock Lesnar is apparently extremely frugal. So sit back, relax, and I swear to God, if I get another text message about LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record, I am going to break my phone, Jordan, all day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 327. Pull back the curtain exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio, and it starts right now. Oh my God, Taquan, that is that is horrible, but I kind of also semi-agree with you on that. And Michael Jordan's still to go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 327. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. Uh, just a two-man show today. Obviously, Kay is on a little bit of a Legends contract sabbatical, and we really didn't want to find the guests. We're just going to kick it uh, with a little bit old school, but just us guys here. So... With me here for his first appearance uh, during Black History Month, and by the way, well, Wakanda Forever is now streaming, so you have no excuse. Back that is true. Back from his fishing trip in Miami. That's what we're gonna say, everybody. Will Terrashaw. I was hunting gators. <laughs> How are you, Will? I'm good, man. I actually do have one thing to say about that LeBron thing. Yeah. Um, so I saw a tweet, or it's like a story. It's like Michael Jordan was asked if, they, if the if the '90s Bulls could beat the modern day Lakers. He's like, no, nah, I think it'd be a two point game. He's like, well, we're in the 60s now. <laughs> it's like, oh, God damn. <laughs> that is some fucking shade. Also, probably accurate. Scotty Pippen over the guy with the unibrow all day. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. No, Anthony Davis is fragile as as all hell. Um, he does like the Floridian Charles. Welcome, I do like Sir the Charles. Floridian. Go to Santa's. <laughs> do not. Do not. Stop. Don't, don't do not. Do, no, do not. Do not. It's, do it's not. funny because my my mom's my mom's maiden name is DeSantis. I have to go no relation. Are you serious? Yeah, my mom's maiden name is DeSantis. Wow. Like, like, I have to go. Yeah, it's DeSantis. No relation. No relation. Nice. <laughs> nice. Good. Distance yourself, please. Please distance yourself from that maniac. Um, in and of itself. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To welcome back to Kings of Rings podcast, we're gonna pull back the curtain a little bit, but not really. Uh, it's probably gonna be a shorter show this week, maybe because there wasn't really much to talk about. But the things we are gonna talk about are gonna be a little bit big. And actually, well, I have a I have a little bit of a uh, of a good little discussion that I think we can get into uh, towards the latter half of the show. But before that, some quick news and notes. First, being oh, by the way, SummerSlam's coming. Uh, SummerSlam is announced and it's gonna go to Ford Field. In Detroit. If anybody doesn't know where Ford Field is, I don't blame you because no one watches the Detroit Lions to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) But that's where the football team in Detroit plays. Uh, But last time I think WWE even had an event at Ford Field was WrestleMania. Uh, So they are going very, very big again. SummerSlam in Detroit, August 5th, Saturday, August 5th. Tickets go on sale, I believe, April 14th. So uh, a little couple of days after WrestleMania, uh, so SummerSlam, I, I'm pretty excited for this, uh, I'm halfway considering maybe making the trek to Detroit, it's not that bad, um, because I've never been to Detroit before, also a good place where, I know a lot of Canadians that actually go to Detroit, because it's like, it's literally like right by the border of Canada too, but SummerSlam, August 5th, what do you think, Will? Well, if the Tigers are in town... I think it's Ooh. worth doing a dual. I, if, I think it's worth doing a dual trip. Oh, okay, all right. I. That's really the only way I would go. I because, don't like, I mean, like the Tigers, but I know that stadium's kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> care about the Tigers, but I love baseball, and it's an excuse to go to go to a game that's probably really cheap because it's the fucking Tigers. Yeah, no, but, no one signed uh, it. Is did I, Mickey retire yet? Yeah, I think it's this year. Okay, we might want to might want to go. I don't know if, I, I, or I don't know if him and Pujols did the same year. I don't know because he didn't get as much pump and so I wouldn't say it as Midgey, and <clears throat> my Midgey Pujols and um, uh, Yachty did. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has one more year left. I, w- uh, I would go just to see Miggy. But I, I don't think there's been anything ever in the history of ever that's made me go. You know what? Let's go to Detroit, <laughs> and that might be including SummerSlam. So, but we'll see. I mean, especially because it's gonna be like right after like. 
Oh, it's after this mania the tickets go on sale. Yeah, yeah, April 14th. All right, so I'm not going to see this mania, but I might have some cash. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what my cash. We'll see what my cash is like. Agreed. Agreed. We'll we'll have to see uh, at some point. But yeah, SummerSlam Detroit. It, I'm interested. Might as well. Oh, I've actually heard about Ford Field. We'll talk about it on the post show. Their technology is kind of nuts that they made upgrades in Ford Field for. But that's another conversation for another time. Uh, is your food like come in drones? No, no, no. They it's it's a very interesting surveillance technology. That sounds terrifying. A little bit, but it's also very cool in another sense. Uh, what was not cool was that, unfortunately, we, we heard, uh, I think, Tuesday uh, afternoon that Jerry Lawler suffered a stroke um, and was recovering from the after effects of a stroke. From what I've also read, uh, unfortunately, well, it's his second stroke in five years. Oof, that's not you good. Know, and, we, and everybody who's anybody in wrestling also famously knows that uh, Jerry Lawler suffered a heart attack on Monday Night Raw. Um, and if it wasn't for, let's be truthful here, if it wasn't for number one Michael Cole realizing and getting help, Jerry Lawler's dead on national TV. Isn't it crazy? Like someone who never smokes, never drinks, and like never did anything bad to his body other than wrestler wrestle is had more health problems than fucking Ric Flair. They they do have one thing in common though is that they go through women like crazy. Yeah, but he doesn't have STDs. True. Like True. does fucking too much give you a clog if your heart's not yeah. sure. But no, it should, give you a no, it should be good for your heart. It's cardiovascular exercise. Yeah, not like not if you do it too well, much. You do a, yeah, well, no, you gotta be consistent with it. Car- any cardio is good cardio. I feel like. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a damn it's a damn shame, man. Jerry the King is. It's one of those guys that's like, he perf- he's a fa- he's a favorite. He's a he favorite. He's a, he's a spoiled perfected favorite. pretty much the great one of the greatest uh, storylines of all time because it was no one knew if it was real or not. It's him and Andy Kaufman. That's legendary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely yeah. legendary. He really he really is like the best color commentator ever. Yeah. Like, name me a better color commentator than Jerry oh, Lawler. You can argue Heenan. You can't argue Heenan. <laughs> you can argue Heenan. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't argue Heenan. Okay, but you know what? Heenan might just just be too old at this point because, you know, Heenan was big in the 80s and the early 90s, yeah. whereas Lawler was popped off during the Attitude Era into the Ruthless Aggression Era, which is the biggest generations of wrestling period. Yeah. Like, Attitude Era and, and Ruthless Aggression is bigger than bigger than the 80s Hogan boom. Yeah. And, and Lawler was wrestling then. Yeah, Lawler was wrestling for a long time. Yeah, he, he wrestled not too yeah. long ago. Yeah, he's an, it's crazy. Uh, we, I well, I got a picture of Lawler, but we were there when we met Lawler in New Orleans at a uh, at WrestleCon. Yeah, super sweet. Very guy. nice guy. Sweet, he's a sweet hell man. of a drawer. Like he he's a hell of an artist. You ever seen yeah. someone like he's crazy gifted as an artist? He was really good on the Broken Skull sessions. Was too. It? I had not seen that one. Yeah, well, go go back and watch mm-hmm. it because it's it's he's really he, good. He's just, he's just, he's he's very soft spoken. He's very well spoken. and He's very honest about like his life and things like remember like remember like the early aughts. Um, he, he like quit WWE for a little bit because his, his his wife at the time was fired. Yeah, that was the cat. The, the, the yeah. cat. Yeah. So like he talks about he talks he talks about that and like what it's like you know all these years later and with the mistakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, man's lived a hell of a life. I don't want to talk about like, like he's dead, but no, he's gonna he's gonna be just fine. He's recovering. Yeah. I know he has like what. Is limited speech right now? Uh, yeah, um, I, from what I heard, I think Jr. posted that he was somewhat of a slurred limited speech, but uh, I know reports now came out before we did our show, but he's expected to make a full recovery, which is a very good sign. Glad to see he kicked yeah, out. No, he's, yeah, Excellent. no, he's good. And like you, I, I think you want to emphasize, I want to emphasize here about you said Lawler's very soft-spoken because the Jerry the King thing is literally just a gimmick. He's not that guy. <laughs> that that's you know it is kind of crazy yeah. like you know like Rick Rick Flair lives the gimmick Jerry Lawler is kind of the opposite Correct, yeah like as soon as the camera's off he's just like all right I can go back to being Jerry or whatever the hell his real name is I think it is Jerry I think it is Jerry yeah. Lawler I think his name is Jerry Lawler yeah. the King yeah. part I think is what he trademarked or copyrighted or whatever yeah. it was you know Rick Flair's name is even Rick Flair if you watch the recent documentary it's Fred Phillips that that took me for a little I was shocked. that's what they started the documentary out with I was like what the fuck <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie dude it got my attention. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, I'm gonna actually put the phone down. I'm gonna actually watch this shit. <laughs> and the rest was just, I knew where I knew all of this, other than the struck by lightning. I didn't know, you, I didn't know he was got struck by lightning. Ric Flair is one of those guys. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how he still does it. What? I, I don't know how he's alive. He shouldn't be alive. He doesn't know how. Yeah, he's no, alive. he admits he it because I should have been dead. 
<laughs> yeah, he's actually died like 30 years yeah. ago. He does more cardio than me probably on the on the regular, which is kind of nuts. And you see him at the end, he was doing like rows. And I'm like, dude, you're like yeah. 70. What are you doing? Yeah. All right, dude. You know, but hey, long live the king, hopefully. And, and Ric Flair, fuck it. Ric Flair's, Ric Flair's earned his time to relax. Um, <laughs> Do we ever find out what Hulk Hogan is? Is he actually paralyzed? No, I think it's Hulk is just old because Hulk's almost like 70 just, and you know just milking it no he may maybe he does have some struggle walking here and there but that's expected for someone that age Fair you enough. know I hope he's I hope he's not paralyzed yeah. he's let's move on to the only noteworthy thing in Smackdown and here's there's that as well yes why does this picture look like Roman Reigns talking to his drunk son after a night out no, it's solo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I love what they're doing with this because essentially when you're going into you're going into mania season, but you have the stopgap at Elimination Chamber, which seems like a really big deal because it's in Canada, and of course they're highlighting all of our Canadian superstars because that's just smart business. Um yep. and they're juggling this real well where Roman and no pun intended is acknowledging that Cody exists, but they're not touching. And Roman still. Well, yeah, he's got yeah, he's got, he's got business. Yeah, first. and he's dealing with the yeah. Sammy issue. Um, and listen, after this past week of wrestling, there were some arguments for Sammy somehow being in this main event with Roman at WrestleMania. That's all gone. I'm sorry, it's all gone. This, you know, I thought about it. This is what I would mm-hmm. do. If you want to give Sammy his due justice in main eventing WrestleMania, which I I think he should. I really I really do think he okay. should. I think him and Kevin Owens could main event the tag titles night one. That's fine. I think that's – and you can have Charlotte and Rio kick off the show. That's just as big of a spot. Yeah, you either want to be the first or the last. Yeah. Like, listen, I understand that's, that people want Sammy to main event WrestleMania. I want Sammy to main event WrestleMania, but it's Cody's spot. You know, this was always Cody's spot. If anything, it's not like it's not like Batista taking Daniel Bryan's spot – this is Sami Zayn taking Cody's spot. Yeah, and Cody called it the day after WrestleMania last year. Yeah, and I th- and I think like listen, the Bloodline is still main main event. Like they're the main event. Sami's been the main event for the past year with the Bloodline. Yeah. And I think that uh, the tag belts that the Usos, which is also the Bloodline, main eventing night one with Kevin Owens, who main evented last year night one, I think is very believable. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's a way. That the fans can take a little bit of heat off of Cody, and just put the heat also on Sammy because he's super fucking over. Yeah, well, Sammy's Sammy's getting his main event spot in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, where he's from. That place is going to explode at the first sign of him him potentially beating Roman because you know Roman's very good at false finishes, and that first false finish is going to explode that arena. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like Sammy, like I don't, I don't think WWE is doing Sammy dirty in any way, shape, or form. No, not at all. He and they're doing, they're it's, but it's, it's tough because how do you, how do you make it that they don't boo Cody? Like if if Sammy's getting beat down, does Cody come in for a save? Like after here's the match? my thing. I think Cody is nowhere near his pay per view. I wouldn't put Cody in. Oh, I like yeah. I wouldn't put Cody in a match. I wouldn't even have him appear. I think you have Cody go all roads to WrestleMania. He doesn't need... Elimination Chamber serves him no purpose. Nothing he can do at Elimination Chamber will help him. At mm-hmm. all. Elimination Chamber is where you're setting up your undercard, essentially, for WrestleMania. And your other matches. Yeah. I love the Chamber with the, with the U.S. title. I think that's amazing. I think it's that's a very, smart, very smart. Your WrestleMania main event is set. Roman Reigns has both the titles. It's Roman versus Cody. Yeah. Like, there's... Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Unless, and like what Cody alluded to, unless Sammy wins, which is not going to happen. This is going to be clearly hometown curse because WWE is not stupid. Um, yeah. But the fact of the matter that Sammy Zayn is main eventing in his hometown, it's going to be the main event. The Elimination Chamber is not going to be the main event. Sammy main eventing against Roman in his hometown. Sammy is going to look like a megastar, more so than he already is, just because he has his he has his hometown fans behind him. Yeah, you know it's it's gonna it's, be great it's, for him. You know it's 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 gonna be pretty damn close to WrestleMania moment. You know at least at least he's getting the match. Yeah, he's getting the match. This is how you kind of parent to him, and 
don't be surprised if something screwy comes happen. I think we're going to talk about this next week with our special guest next week. But I think KO saves Sammy. That's when you set up Usos versus versus KO, Kevin Owens, and Sammy. We still haven't seen Jay, which is wild. That is also the wild card in all of this, too. And they're defending on they're defending on Saturday, Friday. That's true. Yeah, no, Jay is still the wild card, which is a great part of a story that they have left open. I think I think he turns on Sammy uh, at Elimination Chamber when he comes back to the family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have to. Right? I mean, the bloodline is still the best thing going. And this picture of Roman is yelling at Sammy. It's just Roman Reigns and, like, Triple H yelling at the marks. So shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, also, right? like, it's also Roman being like, how dare you give me a good-ass spear like that? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 appreciate what we're giving you and like enjoy it for what it is because Cody is the guy, and Cody like Cody deserves spot like Cody isn't Batista that's coming in and taking a spot. Cody is super is also super over. We saw that on Monday. He's super fucking over. Yeah, and like I would be very bummed. Like what what like what else would Cody do? Go after Walter? But you an IC title and like I left AEW for this. Like you know, yeah, you know although I mean? Gunther's also now a made man after that rumble. What a performance! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I didn't talk about the rumble last week because I wasn't here. But yeah, Gunther, a hundred, like an hour eleven, like seventy-one minutes or seventy-two minutes, whatever it was. An hour and eleven, I believe. Yeah, I mean the 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 bookend, the bookend rumbles twice in one night was very ballsy by Triple H. Mm-hmm. But there were two separate ways of two separate endings, which I thought were fantastic. And three people went wire to wire. Liv also went wire to wire. Liv went wire to wire, too, which is good for her. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. I know. Um, I think it does best for Walter. My my only concern with Mania, even though we, we're we months at this point away from Mania, what does Gunther do? Gunther, Gunther. I, I like what Fretz just said. Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus. I think that's a phenomenal match. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, dude, Sheamus, Sheamus is also the most over he's ever been. Listen, I would love... I mean, you got to get Drew and Sheamus apart from each other because they're like the lads now. Um, but I would love to see Gunther versus Sheamus 2 without Drew for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. That's how you get the IC title I, relevant again. I think Gunther-Drew is a great match, though. I do, too, but I still have Gunther-Sheamus on my mind from Clash of the Castle. That's, that's and fair. And imagine... And they did, they did tease Brock Gunther just a little bit. But imagine what they can do at a bigger spotlight of Mania, yeah. of Gunther, and Shea. I would even have that start the show at one point, or put that in Show Stealer. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, they did have the rematch on SmackDown. What, a Gunther, Seamus 3 at Mania? Fuck it, do it. I don't care. Um, but no, Sammy and Roman is good. It makes Elimination Chamber something to watch. You know, I, I'm always going to be excited for a chamber too, and I think this is a perfect placement because now after chamber, you've got a month and a half to finish to fix mania if there's issues. Which so far there are no issues, especially after I'll say it now, one of the best promos I've ever seen on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, the, the promo was great. Now it's like you know, I was wondering how are they going to build uh, Roman Cody while Sammy's going on. And it makes sense, you know, Roman has his hand tied with Sammy, has sent out Paul and Roman and Cody to spar on the mic. And I think it's very good booking. I think it makes sense. And what, holy and, shit, what a battle. And it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. You know why? Because it was real. It was authentic. It's a real, it's a true story. I bet Dusty did have $100 to his name doing car commercials to keep the car. That sounds like a like, total Dusty thing. <laughs> I mean, it's super illegal, but I'm sure they're in, like, Texas where who cares? Yeah, yeah wrestlers got around, get away with a lot, especially if you watch Young Rock. Um... You, you learn a lot about about the shadiness that went on uh, in the back. But it was it was fascinating to me because I'm watching this, and I think for the first time in a long time, like, I, I don't know, because this is clearly a work shoot. If you ever see this, it's a work shoot. There are element, There's a lot of elements of realism, like we already said. But I think Cody broke Paul for at least a minute. Yeah, those tears did look yeah. real. <laughs> I mean, Paul is good, but he had me fooled. I was like... I was like, damn, like Paul Heyman, like I mean, everyone has respect for Dusty. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, no, he did he did hit a chord. Yeah, he hit a chord. You know, and I, I wouldn't be surprised that Paul Heyman was the one to bail Dusty out because Paul Heyman is essentially what Vince McMahon was, except Vince had money and Paul does Paul did not. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, I was waiting for Cody to say, You promised him all this money and you didn't pay him, you no, but he, he like, paid I was, him. I was waiting for that line, but no, I guess he did pay him. Well, I guess Vince paid him. <laughs> whatever. I don't, you know, whatever the time frame was, but. Dusty, Dusty was versus Vince's first paid, paid off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. People, and I, I love how Cody went at this. I love how Cody's going at this because this is all about 
respect for his family and respect also for Rihanna Y family too as well. Yeah. Which is which is cool. So like there's no real animosity, although Paul did kind of stir it, but this is just like two royal families going at it for supremacy, which is a great story. So very I will see what happens after Chamber if everything like ramps up to a hundred, which it should. But this promo and Corey's like, I just wanted to wrestle <laughs> for a title. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I now want. you had to no, talk yeah. to my dad in this. Now I'm gonna have to kill you. <laughs> you know, it was, it was great to to see that, and I love how Cody just approaches this. It's all about I'm gonna be respectful. I'm going to be as cool as possible. But now you've stirred shit up. Now I'm gonna whip your ass. I love it. I love the story so far. I don't think they're gonna do another promo that's gonna be better than that on this build to this title because I I want to see it tomorrow. Yeah, man, it's just like the more this goes on, it's just well, Cody Cody said it earlier this week too. He's just like WrestleMania doesn't need the rock. He's like, We got stars. We have enough stars yeah, here. Yeah, this proved it. And I'm just like I was thinking about it, I was just like, Well Yeah, he's right. Look at the men's rumble. The men's rumble had no surprises outside of Logan Paul. They used their roster. Yeah, Booker T. All right, Booker T. But Booker T's oh, under God. contract. Did you see Booker T's knees? He could they could he couldn't bend them. I didn't care. I just everybody knew he was there to do a spin rooney. That's all everybody was there for. Yeah, that's that was, fine. That was pretty that was fine. <laughs> but like, okay, like got, look at this card right now. You got Seth Logan. But they haven't announced it, but probably gonna happen, yeah. It's gonna be an amazing... he's burying him. He buried him on Pack of Magazine too, which is pretty great. So that's gonna be a hell of a mm. match. You know, um, like if you have, if you have, you got Brock Bobby, which is gonna which be a hell of a match. We're about to talk about after this, yeah. Like it's it's interesting that what these attraction matches used to be with the legend, like an Undertaker, is now your current roster in this set. Like, what, who's Seth's opponent? Like, that's a big yeah. deal. Who's Brock's opponent? It's not for a title. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, it used to be Taker, but it used to be Cena. Mm -hmm. But now it's like the guys who are currently, well, not the exception of Brock, it's who's active. You can even say it's who's Bobby's match. Yeah. Right? No Goldberg. You don't need him. No you Rock. don't need him. No Austin. Don't need him either. Like, like, what would Austin do? Not, He's no, jacked to the gills. Yeah, there's nothing for him to do. Like, who's left? Triple H retired. Shawn Michaels is not doing shit. Like, yeah. there's no one left. Oh, imagine Bray versus Stone Cold. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like that matchup at all. Yeah, it'd be so terrible. <laughs> I don't like that matchup at all. I mean, we still don't know what, if Miz is going to do anything. I wouldn't be surprised if Miz takes the year off from Mania. Miz hasn't been relevant in a long time, unfortunately. Although you can't, I don't even know what you would do. I mean, you can even do maybe, well, they don't have nothing for the Miz, but like, I would love to see Miz Johnny. Some battle royal. Or, or some battle royal, of course, obviously, a pre-show battle royal, whatever. But, you know, oh, Miz versus Boogs, that's not going to happen at Mania. Although Boogs, Boogs no, needs a redemption after he literally blew out his knee on the first blew out his the knee first last match. year <laughs> that was a damn yeah. thing <laughs> he can't Miz and Maurice versus Johnny and Candice would be fun I like that I like that that's yeah. fine that's, that's doable like Dexter Loomis is a rapper <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um, but no this Cody and Paul Heyman promo people are going to be playing this for a while because these are two pros like I said I've never seen anybody go toe to toe with Paul in a promo and hold their ground, Cody did it. Yeah, I was I was very impressed. One of the best work shoots ever. Uh, moving on to big meaty men slapping meat, Bobby versus Brock, and another person who's learned how to cut promos in his old age, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it was meat slapping majesty. Yes, it was. I mean, did... Shout, Shout out to Kate Murphy. This this promo is also funny. This the Bobby Who is just like you know you I was like you, you know who. know exactly you, you know. know exactly who you're talking about. It's just it's just really funny how he can't say safe. Because <laughs> like I was with my well everybody knew Orlando's pretty mark. Oh, yeah, he was waiting for a Sable chant. Orlando's pretty mark. Everybody knew he's he's stole Sable from Mark Merrow. Yeah, Mark Merrow was just like okay that's. Fine with me. Well, he wasn't. What, he what am I going to do? okay with it, but like I said, there's nothing he can do. <laughs> he was not okay with it, but I love it. I didn't know I didn't know Brock Lesnar bought $5 denim jackets. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, where do you get $5 denim? Where do you get $5 like, any piece of clothing? Yeah. 
I would have shot where you shot Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you're sitting in a thrift store. Like Brock Lesnar walks into a thrift shop, and that's what he buys. A five. A, okay, if he, if he bought the denim jacket with his sleeves attached, did he cut them off? No, they were cut off. They were definitely cut off. So he bought them cut yeah, off. Yeah, he bought them cut off. Okay. He definitely bought them cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, can you? Can you? Yeah, a Brock shops at Goodwill. <laughs> and he and he and he and he has the audacity to ask for all of that money, you bastard. <laughs> you fucking behind his five dollar jacket, it's a million dollar. Fuck you, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> million dollar car. I mean, he's right, but. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what I found out about Brock? I saw a clip of him too. He actually talks about why he doesn't do a full time schedule. Is it after? Well, no. Well, that too. But he he really doesn't like crowds. He's very shy and introverted. Yeah, he doesn't like he's, people. Yeah, I, I, I did know that. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't like, like crowds. That's why, like, he's like he's like I can perform in front of like, people. That's fine, but like all the other stuff, like he's like that freaks me out, man. Like gives him like really bad anxiety. Earlier, early on in his career, he bought the private jet because he didn't like going through customs. He didn't like he doesn't like people. Yeah, he's very he's intro, he's introverted, and like that kind of rubbed the locker room the wrong way. But like. Bruce Pritchard talked about it on his podcast years ago. He's like, listen, this came out of his own pocket. Like, what do you want us to do? Yeah, no, I can see how... Like, WWE, WWE didn't fly him around. He bought a private Yeah, jet. and I can understand how that, like, rubs people the wrong way. But, like, that's also... It's it's part, it's part. It's a mental concern of his. And, like, you can't really battle that. Like, you got to find a way to adjust. And, listen, it worked out well for everybody. Yeah. And it's not like Brock didn't earn his stripes. He clearly earned his stripes. Like, he Brock gets the business quite well. Um, and him and Bobby are going to be fun at Mania. Oh, so yeah. much fun. Um, where you put them, I don't know. Night one, night two, who doesn't care? But it's going to be fun. I love how Bobby is still hinting at the Hurt Business, but not really. Like, he's dressing more proper now. He's like, I don't want the Hurt Business, but, it, but Triple H wants the Hurt but Business. But it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, Cedric and Shelton actually won a match on Raw. And they were in the background of Corbin breaking up with JBL. <laughs> all right, all right. I, oh, this isn't part of the, of the outline, but still. How bad do you have to be for JBL to say, like, fuck you, I'm out? Baron Corbin bad. <laughs> Apparently. And Baron Corbin sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, wow, JBL even broke up with you? That's a shame. <laughs> That is a shame. Poor, poor bear. But maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get a broke ass bear in Corbin. That was a fun time for like a couple months. Remember when he was broke? Yeah, that was awesome. That was the best bear. That was the best work he, was he ever broke did. Corbin. Then they they had a pay per view in Vegas. They had money in the bank in Vegas. They, they, they did money in the bank in Vegas. He's like, I won the lottery. Yeah, and he was happy, Corbin. Yeah, again. Oh my god! I mean, he's a, he's a, to his credit though, he's adaptable. He has had many gimmicks that he's made Possible work. Corbin. I forgot about Constable. It's when he started wearing, like, regular, like, sh- like he looked like an Applebee's manager. Yeah, yeah. Applebee's manager. But Brock, Bobby, can't wait to see what goes with that. It's just... Yeah, but it's like, uh, when Brock said uh, Elimination Chamber, I was like, that's not right. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, don't you... Like, Brock, he's, he's supposed to point. Didn't you read the set notes? <laughs> I also <laughs> loved how on Raw that was a running joke for the entire, for everybody. They, yeah. could, they could look, look, I'm going to point to the sign now. I was like, wow, you guys are assholes. Yeah, just like I did the point, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, Brock could probably also tease that he might be showing up at Elimination Chamber because he is he does reside in Canada, so might as well, right? I love if he was just like, oh, wait, did I say Elimination Chamber? I forgot. I can't travel. I can't leave the country. <laughs> listen, at least he didn't say money in the bank like... Uh, that was really funny. <laughs> when I went money off. Uh, uh, you see this crap? I was like, wow. You tried, Dan. Like, I mean, listen, 8 out of 10 on the recovery. I'll give him that. Yeah, eight, eight <laughs> yeah. You should have said, you know what? I'm going to win that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's the question here. Raw ended with an actually pretty brutal-ass cage match. What the fuck is Lita doing? That's what here? I wanted. I was like, oh, I, was, I popped for Lita. Like, this was a very big Raw. I was like, ooh, Lita, like, are we having one more run? Because, like, honestly, you just paid off Becky and Bailey, which I thought was going to pay off at Mania. But now Lita's in the mix. Like, what do you do with Becky, Bailey, and maybe Lita? Like, I don't... Sex tape. Besides that. um, A second sex tape. <laughs> all right, after the third one, what do you do with them leading into Mania? This is pending Lita is coming back for one more, you know, Mania run. I mean, Lita and Becky kind of like sisters. 
In a weird way, I can see that. Stepsisters. Ah, yeah. I gotcha. I don't know. Probably, probably go after the tag belts. I guess. What else are they gonna do? I mean, like it's 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 hard to have women's matches with a nod title involved. At, at the only way you would have been able to do it is if you had Bailey and Becky, because that would have been a musty match, I think. But they, but did. they did it already. So I. Who's Bianca go up against? Oh, Asuka, aka Kana. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause Kana, Kana. Are they having? A, are they having a women's? women's yeah, team? it's going to be for the number one contender for Bianca's title. Oh, okay. Yeah, word. Kana's winning that. I'm sorry. I'm not calling her Asa because that is clearly Kana. Uh, during the Rumble, one of the one of the best things I saw at the Rumble was her returning as Kana. That was really cool. <laughs> I I popped for that. And lie. Corey Graves losing his mind. Yeah, Corey Graves did, like, nut in his pants. Yeah, Fretz, I think you're right. Ronda Shayner uh, versus Damage Control is going to be a mania. I'm fine with that. Yeah, well, uh, fuck Ronda, dude. Whatever. Well, Ronda needed some time off to cool down. That's fine. Uh, but I I also, speaking of Corey Graves and the Rumble, as we did speak about this last week, but I did want your commentary on this. Corey Graves did maybe his best work in commentary at the Rumble. He was on fire. So was Michael Cole. They all were on fire. Him, Cole, and Pat. Michael Cole was listing off those Rumble stats. <laughs> yeah. I. And they, they generally didn't know Pat McAfee was coming that was out. A great, that was a great rib on, on Cole. Yeah, having, <laughs> having Pat McAfee's music. Like, the music kid, I was like, who is this? It's like, oh, yeah. It's, oh, my God. It's Pat McAfee. <laughs> and Cole was like, you guys didn't tell me? <laughs> well, come on, guys. It's not nice. <laughs> It was it was great. I will say Corey Graves sounded so much like Bobby Heenan. He was very Heenan at the Rumble. Corey, Corey Graves is like I really fucking hate this guy. <laughs> but they worked well together. That that's a perfect three man booth. They, it really is, dude. Like I never want to hear. I'm so happy Kevin Patrick was on on the card because I fucking hate, he's. Oh my god, Ricky! What about? We gotta go to commercial break. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it's, he is, he's, he's awful. He's terrible. Yeah, I just I don't know what to do with Bailey and Becky and maybe Lita, but who the fuck knows? But let's move on. Uh, <laughs> my God, the opening segment, Judgment Day, and Dominic Mysterio continues to be one of the funniest parts of wrestling each and every week. Yeah, he's I like I I don't understand why I love to see him just do dumb shit. It's even funny because he already has a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? I think like, I know. I know the teardrop is fake. They just draw it on. The teardrop is yeah. fake. I'd say I don't take a teardrop. Yeah. Like on the arms, like his sleeves, those are already there. Yeah. <laughs> I I love. Really did funny. you see the 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 NASCAR segment they did? No, but I don't. No, need to. you need. I saw. I saw like a picture of it. This looks ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. So they were clearly on Fox. Um, Doing Clash at the uh, it's like the Clash or whatever the first NASCAR races because people watch that. Um, and the New Day it was like these two race car drivers. Uh, I don't know who because I I do know one race car driver was almost in Mexican prison this week, which is really funny. Jeez. Yeah, he got caught at the airport with a gun that he's like I swear I forgot it was on me. How do you forget <laughs> a gun's on yeah. you? <laughs> like... I don't know. Kyle Busch is an asshole. I know that for a fact. Um. But the New Day were there, and then Judgment Day, which is like Damien Priest, Dominic. It was a New Day with Ray, and then Damien Priest, Dominic, and Finn showed up. And Finn looked like he was straight out of the '90s. That's where the Jamiroquai reference came from, because he was wearing a bucket hat like that. He was wearing like a bucket hat and sweats, and like a sweatsuit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who Jamiroquai is. I know Edge told me to Google it. But that's too much. Jamiroquai. Google it. I don't know how to spell it. I can spell it for you. Jamiroquai is a fantastic fucking artist from the yeah, '90s. Wait, what do you got? Hmm? Oh, Jamiroquai, J-A-M-A-J-A-M-A-R-A-Q-U-I, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. Yeah. He made a song called, all right, do you ever see Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Do you know? It looks like Uncle Rico. Huh? It looks like Uncle Rico. But do you remember the song where it's like, um, it's like, dance, nothing else with me to do, just dance, that's Jamiroquai. And he also made a song called Virtual Insanity, which is also a really good song as well. Dude, what the fuck is this, man? I'm so confused. <laughs> but anywho, so then they, they go into this whole talk off at the at the at the Coliseum event. Essentially what it leads to 
is um is Dominic and Ray getting in these getting in these NASCAR stock cars and and racing each other around the <laughs> around the track with with like the with like the NASCAR drivers in there and the best thing that happened is this is Dominic says while racing yo where's the NAS at where's the NAS at <laughs> he's such an idiot but I like what they're doing here I love Beth coming back because Beth is one of those people like she Michelle McCool fuck, could dude. S- look at this picture who? of her Beth yeah no. No, fun. yeah, she is. That's the reason Edge couldn't stop slapping her ass <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> it was really funny. Also, Edge is having a great time with all of this. Like, look at him taking selfies with everybody in the crowd. Like, he's Edge is having the time of his life. Yeah, he's on his, he's on his goodbye yeah, tour. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I, I love it all. I love Edge. I love what he's doing here. They're clearly trying to clean up the Judgment Day stuff with Edge, and I like the story that they're doing. This. I don't, I don't care for another Edge Edge Finn match though. Like it's been going on for so long. I think that's why we're doing it at, at the Chamber, right? Well, it's doing the mixed yeah, tag. Yeah. It's got to lead to it's got to lead to one on one Mania. Because what else would it be? This is like a Hell in a Cell match, which I guess cool. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I do, I do like, uh, I do like Finn's music. Finn's new music is fucking dope. But the the remix version. When he came up, when he came yeah. up with the Kanye mask at Chamber, not Chamber. Yeah, as long as he doesn't wear, as he doesn't wear the stupid mask. <laughs> listen, listen, I was okay with the mask. It's like Finn's just doing some weird stuff, but it's kind of working because Dominic's also stealing most of the spotlight because he keeps on screaming "Mommy." <laughs> this is great. I, I love that she. I love that he calls her "Mommy." It's just so <laughs> fucking funny. It's just like. It's just it's just the right amount of stupid. Yeah. And I cannot wait for Ooh, Brood Edge versus Demon. That's a good call, Fretz. Um I still can't wait for when they start to re when they start to build Edge uh, not Edge, Ray versus Dominic. Because that's happening at Mania 2. That's another that's another crazy match for Mania, Ray versus Dominic. I hope if Ray's not actually hurt. I don't know. I don't think he is. I don't think it is at all. But if anyway, you can save him for a while. Dominic's doing this dumb shit right there. Ray can come back from a save, and then you get Ray versus Dominic at Mania. Perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty it's great. great. It's great. All right. So here, here's what I bring. We don't really, we haven't talked about AEW often because there's not much to talk about in AEW land. However, I do want to pose this to you, and I, I found this interesting fun fact. Um, so, will in 1982, Vince McMahon bought WWE from his father? Okay. okay. Within four years' time, he had successfully done the first WrestleMania, which is in 84, 84-85, um, and he had successfully started to do Hulkamania. Okay? So uh-huh. those that was in the first four years. In a couple of months from now, uh, in, in October of 2023, will be four years since AEW Dynamite's first show. Wow. Yeah. So my question is, in comparison to that time frame, what is, and we're going to compare this, we're going to do Tony Khan, what is Tony Khan's biggest accomplishment with AEW? If we, if we haven't, if we forgot, Tony Khan was a guy who also called himself, uh, very disrespectfully, the, essentially the longest tenured promoter in wrestling hours after Vince McMahon announced his retirement. Oh, I think I have to do a prediction what's going to happen with the mm-hmm. AEW in the next by the next few months. I was going to say no. Nick Khan's going to buy Khan <laughs> and run it into the ground and just shut no, it all my, down. No, my question to you is what what <laughs> the biggest what, accomplishment? Would be, what would be his accomplishment of the four years or big uh, accomplishment of the four years? The first, the first all out when they shut sold out the arena. Wasn't a, that wasn't 13. AEW. That was that was nothing. That was not AEW at all. Uh, that was that that was that was them doing stuff with ROH because ROH funded that. You know what? I'll say Forbidden Door then. Okay. Because it's, it's a concept. I mean, the show itself, I didn't watch the show itself, but I think the show itself was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But the concept and the fact that they'd made the impossible happen, right? The, what they said, like, not could never be done, but it's something people have speculated and wanted for so long. Here's what I, and it finally here's what I feel about that is that it wasn't, it was. Something that hadn't been done on that scale, because if you remember, Ring of Honor had their War of the World series for a long time with New Japan, but they yeah, did, they didn't have a grand cares. they didn't have a grand scale like the United Center 
like yeah. in Chicago. So I I do agree with that. Yeah. So I I was wondering what. It, yeah, I'd, I'd probably I'd probably say Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. I like Tony Khan. I don't know why. Just look at him. He's a lovable. He's no idea. He's no idea. He's a lovable idiot. Yeah. He's a lovable. You know, yeah. he's a bro. He's essentially a lovable bro. See if Billy Madison won't want to win a wrestling <laughs> Yeah, I think Forbidden Door for him. I, I think about it. AEW has, number one, I think the biggest accomplishment is just lasting for right now. Yeah, staying, staying with yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think lasting is, is, a, is a big thing because WWE ramped up a lot after AEW debuted. You know, yeah. it took a while for WWE to kind of like, all right, what are we going to do with this? And they were like, oh, okay, we got it now. You know, you know, they had a lot of momentum. They, they did. A place to be. You know, they got Moxley, which was huge. Uh, that so was, their, another one, that was their first person. That was the first get. Yeah, I'd say Moxley debuting and DDTing Kenny on the poker chip. <laughs> yeah. Huge, huge moment. Mm-hmm. Huge moment. Um, I think also... They were, I think they're very innovative. I think it's one of their bigger accomplishments. They're innovative with the arenas that they choose, uh, especially when they, they did the tennis court. Um, you mean Chicago 13 times no, a no, year? No, no, I'm talking about when they go to Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yeah, well, that's, good. that's the only one that was available. <laughs> Vince was just like, no one's going to go here. <laughs> I think that was a big deal for them as well. And I think one of their bigger accomplishments is that they talk about, even though... I can say a lot about Tony. I think they're very innovative in how they handle talent, especially talent that gum that comes out of line minus CM Punk. They're very and they're very transparent with what happens to them. Yeah. Which WWE is not at all. They're very they're very like close over. Tony Gunn's like, well, no, this happened. Here's what happened. Like, look at uh, Sammy Guevara. We're like, yep, Sammy fucked up. He's suspended. We're going to bring him to sensitivity training, and he has to complete it or else he can't come back. Great. Awesome. Je- Jeff Hardy, yeah. rehab, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Kenny and the Bucks were held under wraps with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, with the exception of that, because that's a little different. But yeah, I guess, I mean, he has a reputation backstage for being like, you know. He's very, ha- very, he's very, very hands-on. Spends a very, spend a lot of money on catering. You know, he spends a lot of money on the boys. He's trying to cater to the boys, which makes sense. Cause trying to bring people there. Like you know, like WWE has that clause in a contract where if you're injured, you got to bring that. You got the contracts on on pretty much frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got to finish out your, your time. Yeah. Yeah. So like, they're still paid, mm-hmm. but that 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 they miss a year from a torn hamstring. You got to make up a year. Gotta make that, they got they got to make up a year back. Tony Khan doesn't have that. So like CM Punk, if he comes back. It's just it's a new contract. Yeah. It's not frozen. Like same with Kenny Omega on his suspension when he was injured. It's just like that. He's, he needs to make a few tweaks on the business ends. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes he's a little too le- a little too lean on his talent. Like it's like I you don't know what Alice was like. I need I need time away for like my anxiety, like mental health or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes like listen, bro. Like I need you on fucking TV. Like I'm, what am I paying you for? Yeah. Or like, like I, I get that you need time off, but it's like how much fucking time off do you need? You're barely on TV. Yeah. Or like use that use your money which you have. Almost an unlimited amount of due to your family. Use that money. Hire some mental health professionals. They wanted to be really progressive with like catering to wrestlers. Hire therapists for them. I feel like they have those. Though. I, I I honestly I, don't know. I, it's not something they've really talked about. Which is, if I was Tony Khan, if I did have that, that's something I'd highlight. It wouldn't surprise me if they had like fucking a puppy lounge in every single arena. And therapy Dude, dogs be and like so a dope. yoga room. <laughs> yeah, but it's fucking a waste of money. Well, no <laughs> like, waste. I mean, it, the, you, want to, you, want, you want what Tony Khan's biggest failure is not making money. That is the big. Well, I said as big as a cop, so I wasn't going to talk about this failure. Yeah. Well, I mean, he makes money, but he can't turn a profit. I mean, I know it, t- it takes four to five years for a company to actually stop making money and turn a profit. That's just a yeah. fact. But he runs a good product, but you know, he's not good at making money. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see if they have any some sort of mental health or partnering with some sort of mental health agency to help out their talent in particular when things get tough because it does get tough on the road for them a lot of the time too. But we'll see. It's the life you chose, man. I mean, honestly, sometimes sometimes you gotta be like, listen, get the fuck over it. Well, you can't just say that as get the fuck over it. Not with people who have like real mental health issues. It's in the wrong business, man. It's like it's it's a, it's a business, right? It's just, you still gotta make money. Yeah, business is a tough. But think about if they have mental health professionals with some of our talent, like um. 
Like a Scott Hall. Through, I think, like, if, they, if they're going through a crisis crisis, like, like, like a mental break, yeah, that's one mm-hmm. thing. But it's just like, I'm tired, I need time off. It's like, bro, you're on a fucking contract. Well, tired, get well, tired and need time off. Like, physically tired is different from mentally tired or mentally exhausted. Those are, I, those are different you know, things. It, it, it depends, and it affects it the body the differently. It does affect the situation. It, it does depend on the know, situation. I, and, 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 it's, and there's a lot I don't know. Yes. And I'm, if, I'm, if I'm saying a dick, like, you know, I get it. <laughs> But, like, at the end of the day, this is a wrestling business that needs to make money and turn a profit for a TV program that I pay you a lot of money to be a character on. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're just not going to be there, like, you, didn't, you're in, you shouldn't be in the business then. If you can't handle it, you can't handle it. Get the fuck out. Go do something else. Yeah, again, it's, it's a situation-by-situation situation basis, and I don't know what Alistair's situation is. Yeah. Or Malachi, because I can just call him Alistair, but whatever Malachi's situation is, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, Tony Khan still has work to do with AEW, I think. Speaking of which, I want to talk about AEW's champion, MJF, who at this point, and I'm going to use MJF's word here, kind of mid right now. Like, what, what, well, what do you think of his, of essentially his inaugural run as AEW champion? I haven't heard a goddamn thing that's, about it. There's no, that's there, scary. there's no buzz. That's very scary. Like, like even like you know, even though I don't watch AEW like at all anymore, since CM Punk left, I just haven't been interested in AEW. I would still hear things here and there about stuff that's going on, and I listen to wrestling podcasts that cover AEW. Can Matt Men cover AEW more than WWE? And I still can't tell you what the hell is going on. I know Darby Allen and Samoa Joe have flop flip flopped the title of the TNT Championship. Well, Samoa Joe it. just won again last week. Yeah. So. I haven't heard much about anything about MJF. I haven't heard anything about his promos. I don't know who he's feuding with. That's you know, very concerning. I heard a few things here about Ricky Starks. I haven't heard him about, about him in a few weeks. That's because WWE has been really, really That's hot. That's also true as well, yeah. But yeah, I think I agree with you. I think MJF as a champion, from someone who doesn't watch it, has been very disappointing, which you can take that for what it is. But the fact that I haven't heard anything about it and there's no buzz around him, I think kind of speaks for itself. Now, if you watch it and you say, here's what happened, here's what happened, here's what happened, you know, I could probably be like, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to. I, why aren't I hearing about that? Yeah, you hear about a lot of stuff outside of outside of MJF. Taekwon in our chat is telling us. Oh, I, I, I did know that MJF is feuding with Daniel Bryan. I, Bryan Danielson. I did know that. Which is fine, and I think it's going to be a good barometer to see what MJF can actually do in a ring. Yeah, yeah but I, I know who's going to win that match. Like Dan, Bryan Danielson hasn't won a match in AEW. Like Bryan yeah. Danielson in AEW has been a flop. He isn't. What's he done? Yeah, who knows? According to Fretzelmania here, he says. Uh, MJF cuts promos, that's it. And the guy's my favorite. We're building a match with Danielson, that's it. But, like, th- that's great to accentuate the fact that MJF is cutting promos. That's fine. That's he's cool. That's what he's good at. But you also have to wrestle. Like, Miz cuts good promos. That's what the Miz is good at. But the Miz will still get in the ring. Yeah. You know. Well, MJF, MJF tells good stories in the ring. He's not a great wrestler. He tells really good stories, though. That's true. And that, that's important. He, has, he, has, he, has, he says in his promos, he doesn't need that flippy shit. You know what I mean? Well, that's fine. You can be a mat-based wrestler. It's one, you yeah. know. It's, it's really refreshing in that fucking company where everyone flips. Yeah, but get in the ring. Get in the ring and wrestle. It's, like, I guess it's also heat, though. That's right? true. You see me wrestle. Like, like, does it make sense for MJF's character to be a fighting champion? Probably no. not. <laughs> like, but how many? But how many times can you hire W. Morrissey or fucking Brian Cage to take out your competition before you fight the guy? They did that with Jericho. Did that with Punk. Now doing again with Brian. Okay, what else you got? Yeah. It's like fuck, fuck's sake. Write me another story. <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm tired of your heavies. Yeah. I'm tired of your heavies. I mean, oh, they call him Big Bill now, not W. Morrissey. They call him Big Bill, right? That's what they call him Big now. Big Bill. I'm not gonna lie, Big dude. It's Bill. a great name. Like, it's a great name that they call. I think. I think they do call him Big Bill, which is that just reminds me of Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, they call me a Bill, and I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm just a Bill, and I'm, and I'm a Big Bill. <laughs> I'm sitting here, sitting here, Captain Hill. Hill. <laughs> um. Cutting Medicare and Social Security for your grandma and grandpa. MJF sending out Bebop and Rockstar. That's fucked up to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Big Bob, aka Helga's daddy. Also great reference, right? Big Bob Pataki. Big Bob Pataki. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how fucking uh Taquan is so young but knows all of these old school you references. I'm very, old soul I'm very impressed. I am very I'm very impressed. People say I'm an old no, soul. No, you're not. But like <laughs> 
Now, dude, I got people in the office like, how do you know movies from the 80s? I'm Cause, like, because you I like movies. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he's like, how do you know this song? I'm like, because I know music. Like, I despise pop music. You know, I know that that flower song's cool, but, you know, Def Leppard's better. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can buy myself flowers. Oh, song. my God. It's, on like TikTok. Every, it's like every independent girl's theme song. You know, it's better than uh, Megan Trainer. all right? I can't put my Gucci, my Gucci <laughs> Listen, it's all about that bass, no bass, no trouble. Yeah, I doubt that song was... <laughs> it's all about that bass. Oh, my God. Uh, well, she was fat back then. She had that fat ass, but now she's in shape and really pretty. Yes. Um, speaking of in shape, it's, it's totally about me as we're going to go off before we talk about NXT Vengeance Day, which was eh. Um, or actually, it was good for what it was worth. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, but did you see the uh, Adele at the Grammys? With The yeah. Rock? I did. I did see that. I was like, wow, this was so scripted. But I, it's still, I was like, oh, that's nice. Fucking, fucking Trevor. <laughs> I was like, yeah, so I heard you're a big fan of Dwayne Johnson. Well, he's not here, but I have this guy, The Rock. <laughs> clever. Clever Trevor. Oh, my God. Also, leave Beyonce alone and Harry Styles. For what fuck's sake, Beyonce everybody. Do? Get over yourselves. Nothing. What did and Nothing. what did Harry Styles do that was wrong? So Beyonce, Harry Styles won a Grammy. First okay. of all, that's that's what he did. What was he had wrong. good. So his Beyonce, music is actually pretty, I've listened to it. It's actually pretty catchy. He's he makes good music. I don't think wrong with Harry Styles, but I just know he's the biggest artist in the world right that now. Is, but that Beyonce, is also like, correct. So so Beyonce broke a record for or like most, the amount of most Grammys Grammy won. Ones, yeah. She's never. She's only won like the big four, like you know, best song, best album, oh, whatever. Boo like fucking who? Like like once or twice. Oh, so she won so the Grammys mad- that mattered. She no, she didn't win the Grammys that mattered. Oh, she's never won the big four. So she she's won one. Okay. But like, so they're saying, um, like, yeah, she wins all the awards, but it's still like racist because she's never won the big one, and they're mad at Harry Styles for winning the big one. Harry Styles is a better artist last year. Beyonce didn't come out with anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, leave everybody, like, I'm like, leave everybody and besides, like, walk alone. Like, the fuck's sake, Beyonce, Beyonce breaks the record and you're still like, mad. Beyonce's like, the <laughs> winningest artist in Grammy history. Like, that's something to be happy about. Who cares? And she's fucking Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. And wait until she gets mad at Ticketmaster. <laughs> <laughs> she's touring. Yeah, yeah. You think, you, you think Taylor year. Swift threw a fit? Oh, you wait. <laughs> you wait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Beyonce fans, I don't know if Tisa fans are bad, but Beyonce fans are fucking crazy. Yeah, I will. Jazz makes us the alien superstar like every car ride. I want to rip my ears off my face. My God, I, there's there's not a fandom I hate more than the Beehive. Is what they call themselves, by the way. Oh my God. Do you, do you know Alien Superstar? No, I don't want to. I don't want Dude, listen to the song. To. It's just... I, so here's here's how she describes it. She's like, it's a song for Black Room. Okay. I'm like, okay, that's fine. She's like, I, I can see Black Room thinking power and loving that shit, but everyone else is just like, I like Beyonce. She's a great artist, but this song is just fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> Bad bitch on the bar. Alien superstar. Like, that's just how it oh, goes. Whatever. I, I will never probably listen to it. At all. Anyway, let's go back to... Let's do it one. All right, maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right, let's go back to NXT. NXT Vengeance Day was actually pretty cool. I know you didn't watch it, Will. Uh, no, I saw a few highlights. I saw Carmelo Hayes uh, come out at the I, end, which I was just like, oh, I cool. love the I love the setup. It was very kind of bare bones, but still like a massive fucking screen. It was good to see them in a, in it a was big... Good. Uh, it was good. In a, in a bigger... It was good again. to see them... Uh, they, they weren't sold out. You can clearly tell they weren't sold out. But it was good to see them... You don't have to be. Who cares? But it was good to see them with an arena with a fan base that was also very rowdy. Like, that crowd helped out a lot. Wow. Um, where, where was uh, it? Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. And they had an okay. intro with Charlotte Flair because Charlotte and Charlotte... <laughs> you know. Which is also surprising. Like, how come Charlotte hasn't had a WrestleMania? Probably because no one wants to go there, but they probably don't have the infrastructure for it. Because was... Where would they play? Like, where would they, what would they play? Where would they the Panthers. Like, what state? Carolina Panthers Stadium. Oh, yeah. And then Remember. the Hornets also have their best. Okay, what else, is, what else is that's there? The, that's the issue. <laughs> that's the issue. <laughs> that's the big issue. Like, like, even with Detroit, it's like, okay, I'm sure there's like a car museum there somewhere. Oh, yeah. You can go to. You can go see you can go see poverty if you're, if you're into that kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you can go go find water in Detroit. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the biggest yeah. that's the big attraction. I'm sure Flint is nearby. Yeah, I don't I think it's north. I don't, don't quote me on that. Um but no, Vengeance Day was good. Um 
Carmelo Hayes and Apollo Crews, great. Two out of three falls. That tag match was great because apparently Andre Chase, a.k.a. Harlem Bravado, is from Carolina. So his family was in tennis, and there was a giant Chase U section. I will say Chase U is probably my favorite gimmick in NXT right now. That's pretty cool. I'm glad he had his own section. I, I do like I do like section the Cesaro section, the Baddies Club, and now the Chase U Chase U section. Because everybody cool. wears the Chase U shirt, and they're all like in one section of the crowd. Dude, it's like like they need they need like the Weasley sweaters. <laughs> they do. Well, no, but it's just shirts. But he does wear like kind of a sweater a sweater vest idea, which is great. But like you ever one of his signature moments in his match is like. He does, he's he's stomping the guy on the ground. He's like, give me a C! And the crowd yells C. And so the entire arena did it with him. That's pretty <laughs> cool. He goes, what does it spell? And everybody yells, chase you! That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll give him that. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. <laughs> he's doing so much better when we first saw him in the Indies as Harlem Bravado, and I hated him with a burning passion. I'll give, I'll give him an applause <laughs> break for that one. That's pretty good. The tag <laughs> match is great. They dropped to Gallus. Yeah, it's only yeah, the, the, the Triple H is like, it's, it's WrestleMania saves me kind of yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, stop, stop, stop playing around, guys. <laughs> we might age with you, so it's again, who knows? Yeah, uh, Dijak broke his finger. I did see that. That looked like that looked like it hurt. Yeah, he broke it in the middle of the match and still had to finish the match. So there's that. Yeah, yeah no, it was yeah, it was good. My only my only thing is that I. And I'm so glad Carmelo is finally going after Braun Breaker because Braun Breaker is so fucking boring. There's nothing about him that I enjoy. Yeah, there's been no buzz around him either. And there was for a while, and he just kind of fell off He has no personality. Which is funny because he's a Steiner. Yeah, he, but he's like, I want to be Breaker. I want to make my name off of a Steiner. I'm like, no, you're a Steiner for a reason. Use that. <laughs> like, I, I get it. You want to be yourself, but... You're still a Steiner. Like, you do all the Steiner stuff. You might as well be it. It was really funny because Grayson Waller came out for the cage match wearing chainmail on his head. That's, that's really funny. That's, 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 really that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. But yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing great about him. The best character in NXT is Carmelo Hayes. Him and Trick Williams are fantastic. I still love the name Trick Williams. I know. And they better come up together. He's not coming up right now because Triple H is going to hold him back. Cut. What happened with um, Toxic Attraction? They just broke up. They just broke up on TV officially. Yeah. The next yeah. Uh, well, obviously, they were going for a while. They did uh, They did a triple threat with Roxanne Perez, who also had a great Rumble appearance. God, she's so cute. She's like only 21, and she's like five feet tall. <laughs> yeah, she's like AJ Lee when she first debuted. It's like, oh, yes, I just want to give her a hug and, like, pinch her cheeks. Like, it's so cute. And then give her a, this little peck on her Yeah, nose. and so, obviously, they it was a triple threat, and Roxanne won because they started infighting. They went on uh, Ding Dong. They did uh, Ding Dong Hello Ding Dong with Hello. Bailey, who apparently might have broken her arm during the cage match. She that's was in good. a sling. I was like, oh, that's not fun. Um, and then they pretty much did... JC Jane turned on Gigi. They essentially kind of recreated the barbershop moment. And she threw Gigi Dolan through Bailey's um Bailey's door. The door. <laughs> Which didn't break <laughs> all the way. <laughs> so it was kind of a rough looking spot. But I'm fine with it. You need to without Mandy, you need to tear up toxic attraction. Yeah. And which is a shame because Mandy was on a great run, but Mandy's making a lot of money right now. Trust me. <laughs> oh, she's doing just yeah, fine. She's, she's not missing yeah, shit. Yeah, she is doing just fine. But I was. She's like, I can take pictures of my butthole. Yeah. Or I can fall on my head for a living. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my butthole. So. <laughs> uh, I'd probably also go with my yeah. butthole. So, yeah. Now NXT is uh, uh, rubbing up for stand and deliver, which I believe will be Braun Breaker's last match, and they're gonna probably call him up prematurely because he's not ready because he has no personality. Um, and Carmella Hayes is gonna run NXT for at least the next year, which I'm. More than okay with. Nothing like a good old post-mania call. Yeah, he's gonna because like honestly, without the title, Braun Breaker has nothing to do in NXT, which is scary because I think he might get lost in the sauce. As again, like I said, he has no personality. Yeah, who do you go? Who do you feud with? Like Dolph Ziggler? I mean, usually, Ooh. usually that's what happens. I mean, you already feuded with Dolph already. <laughs> he did it last year. True. When Dolph True. beat him for the NXT Championship. <laughs> Well, do you think do you think Austin Theory walks out of the chamber with the U.S. title? He go after like Austin. I can see him and Austin Theory having a good feud. 
Yeah, I mean, also we didn't talk about him, but I love I love this Austin theory. He is in a very Hollywood rock kind of moment. He is. <laughs> that that car was really nice. Oh yeah, the rented Lambo. Yeah. You know, he's definitely yeah, yeah he's he's definitely Hollywood rock um at the moment. But it's also this is the heel that we saw in Evolve. I was like, finally they let him be finally. Yeah, they let yeah. him be himself. Granted, he was a great comedy act for a while, getting his ass beat and being a part of the way. He was he was uh, <laughs> the, I would not like it at first, but he really, really grew me as a comedy act. <laughs> yeah. But he's such a pure asshole. It's so good. It's so good. I don't think he loses. Uh, I I I want to see. I want to see him get hit. Get a so who's, who's in it? It's Seth. It's Seth's Seth? in it. Uh, I forgot. Priest. Seth Priest. Uh, Montez. Tez qualified this week. Uh, I forgot who else. I don't know if it's going to lose. Uh, theory. Obviously, there's two more. I don't know if they've totally solidified. Let me do a quick uh, check on WWE's website real quick. So you s- I hope he, I hope he keeps it. But you know, to Fred's point, um, I think he goes up against Cena and loses at Mania. Yeah, cause- him and Cena, him and Cena would be a great. Okay, match. so the cards already said. So it's Seth, Theory, Priest, Johnny Gargano, Montez. That's right. And um, Jonah. No, it's not his real name. Is not Jonah. Um, Bronson oh, Reed, Bronson uh, Reed. Bronson yeah, Reed. my thick boy. Yeah, that, I forgot he came back too. Yeah, that's going to be an actual fun match. Yeah, it's going to be great. Hell yeah, it's going to be There's awesome. a lot of good workers in this match. There's a lot of good workers in this match. Like, I'm I'm just waiting for Montez's, like, Montez is going to touch the top of the chamber when he hits a frog splash. He's going to hit his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, it's going to be great. But we'll talk about all about Elimination Chamber uh, next week. Uh, but that is essentially the end of our show. A little, little over an hour for us, actually. Good. Because that's yeah, just short. pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. You want to know who next week's guest is? So, we are going to do Elimination Chamber uh, next week. And we're not going to do it alone, Will. Um, so, I hope you're ready to smile because... Please, I don't know who... Sam yes. Smiley? <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, my girl. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long yeah. time. This is New Orleans. Smiley is going to be coming in. Not coming in, but she's going to be live with us straight from Chicago. And I think her quote was, I wanted to get on during Black History Month to give Will shit. So I was like, perfect. I do. <laughs> I was like, perfect. I have no problem with Black History Month. I'm, just, I'm sorry, it's February. Sometimes you get 29 days. What can yeah, I say? Sure. It, was a, it was a deliberate thing on purpose. I forgot the history of, what, of when it got named there. Um, but yeah, no, Smiley's going to be... Is that something with Martin, that something with Martin Luther King? No, it does not. I, for, I have to look it up again, but I forgot. But Smiley is coming, so we're going to reminisce, have a great time. It'll be the day before your birthday, so that's my, that's my birthday gift to you. Oh, shit, yeah. you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm turning 28 next yeah, week. Yeah, so, yeah, Smiley's going to be around uh, for us, and we can't wait to have her. Uh, and with that being said, let's go to post. No, not Norman Smiley, Taekwondo Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number. That'd be cool. Th- it would be great. Episode number 327, pull back to current. I've been your host, King Ricky Rose. You can formerly find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs. Don't try to follow me at all because I'm actually really not there. I am pretty ghost. I'll find Kings of the Rings podcast at K-O-T-R underscore podcast across all social media outlets. Like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews because it really helps your boys out uh, getting helping us get the word out there. So please, like, share it. Leave reviews, leave comments, do all that fun stuff that you do for all the other uh, people that you follow on social media. We deserve that. We deserve that love too. Uh, if you're listening to us uh, on audio, make sure you listen to us on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast, and follow Wrestle Addict Radio socials at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. Next week, we're going to preview Elimination Chamber with our good old friend uh, Smiley from Chicago, but we met her in New Orleans, and she used to live in Florida. It's a lot of stuff going on, but we're all going to recap it next week. But until then, Will, Tosh- Will Tarashock, sorry. We got so much to catch up on. I thought, I thought she was still in Florida, no, so I'm so, some good friend, some friend I am. She moved back to Chicago. Oh, good for her. Well, if you want to be my friend, my name is Will Tarashak. T is in Thomas. A-R-A-S-H-U. Kevin, internet bill is paid. It is set up. It took a little while because Optimum kind of sucks balls yeah, sometimes. It does. 
But, uh, yeah. Talking with Tarashik Podcast is going great. Tomorrow I'm speaking to a military veteran. That was on a lot of... Should be fun. A lot of great work. Uh, he started a podcast, um, but he pretty much helps veterans, like, you know, not kill themselves. Oh, so. okay. It's honestly, dude, veterans with podcasts is very, very helpful for other veterans. I've heard that from multiple people. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to pick his brain. He's also a, uh, a Boston native, so he's from my neck of the oh, woods. Oh, God. It's going to be a lot, lot so, of Boston accent going on. Yeah, he was introduced to me from another guy who's been podcasting since 2005. Wow. Who was on my podcast last year. Okay. So I'm very excited. So shout out to Keith Hayes uh, from Hooper Zoo nice. to introducing me to Trevor. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That releases on. Uh, March, or no, February, last last day in February. That's February 28th was the last day in February. 22nd, 22nd. 22nd, so, okay. Yeah. Last, last Wednesday in February, so 22nd, it's on the 22nd. All right, gotcha, all right. So when we come back next week, uh, folks, it's the Elimination Chamber preview show featuring CM Smiley, uh, and it's going to be a great time. So until then, folks, goodbye, good night. We'll see you on the post show if you're following us live. And fuck you, Slack. He gets eliminated first. Yeah.